You're listening to Ari's Snapshot with Steve. We'll be delving into some of the nitty-gritty of the science behind Ari Insight and the papers released by Ari Researchers. It's that time again, time for Snapshot with Steve, and we're in full swing of harvest now, pretty much. Everything's sort of rolling along. Steve, firstly, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, I spent all weekend uh, helping my daughter move, so uh, good to be in the office today. Yes, nice break. So how's harvest going so far from your perspective? Well, nationally, it's um, underway across the country. Obviously, there's a north to south uh, time difference in in how harvest proceeds. But generally, across the country, not completely everywhere, but for example, Victoria is very late and enjoying perhaps their best year ever. Uh, parts of New South Wales, very good. Other parts been affected by adverse weather. Uh, South Australia doing very well. Western Australia, except for the farmers who tragically have suffered because of frost damage. Uh, there's lots of farmers in the north that are well advanced and have got very good yields. And in the south, uh, it's underway and uh, looking good. So in Western Australia, notwithstanding the very real tragedy of frost, there are many farmers statewide who are harvesting good crops right now. That's good to hear overall. And in light of that, the latest RE Insight focused on chaff dumps, so we'll touch a bit on that. But a focus of RE in the last decade really has been on harvest weed seed control. In light of that, how's that been playing out in the field, Steve? Yes, harvest weed seed control, as you say, has been a a major research focus and extension focus here within RE. Uh, for a, a decade, that's been spearheaded by Michael Walsh and uh, Peter Newman. Michael Walsh has, at the start of um, this year, 2016, moved to New South Wales, to the northern part of New South Wales, to head up a whole new GRDC-funded initiative to handle and tackle the, the resistance and weed problems in the northern part of New South Wales, southern Queensland in particular. He's now based at the University of Sydney at their Narrabri Centre. But Michael made a great contribution over the last 15 years or so here in Western Australia, developing harvest weed seed control. A lot of that done in, in collaboration with the RE communication leader, uh, Peter Newman. And, and so many farmers in Western Australia are using one or more of the forms of harvest weed seed control, which we'll no doubt talk about. And now it's really pleasing to see the adoption of some of these harvest weed seed control practices in other states moving across the country. And that's been also the result of a large RE extension effort, some of it involving some of our very best Western Australian farmers explaining to growers elsewhere in the country how to do harvest weed seed control. So overall, something we're really pleased with. So we'll touch a bit on the chaff carts first, since that's the topic of RE Insight. And what was interesting in this piece of work was that the benefit was not just for harvest weed seed control, but it also had improvements in the sheep which were grazing on the chaff. What are some of the benefits in picking something like using chaff carts? Yeah, so chaff carts, uh, farmers have had uh, a love-hate relationship, some of them, with chaff carts because there were were several issues with them. And some of that was fixed when Lance Turner uh, developed the uh, conveyor belt system to place the chaff into the chaff carts. But as we all know, chaff carts being towed behind 
the header and picking up the chaff fraction and many hours of RE research were spent documenting the weed seed that was present in the, uh, in the chaff fraction. So chaff carts have become quite popular and increasing in usage in fact and for many farmers, especially those that don't have livestock on the farm, they are just uh, burning the, the chaff heaps. But for mixed farmers, farmers with livestock or access to uh, livestock for adjustment and the like, are finding that it's very valuable feed. In fact, the chaff fraction has been known for some time to be 7 or 8% in protein and, of course, high carbohydrate content, so therefore useful feed. And, and various uh, pieces of, of work have been done, and the most recent of it, done by a private consultant, um, Ed Riggle, and what he did was simply uh, identify farms uh, in his region where there were chaff carts in use and then where sheep had access to the chaff carts for grazing uh, during the, the summer. And he compared under pretty much uh, the same conditions as sheep that had access and were grazing on, on chaff carts versus um, sheep uh, just grazing on the crop stubble. And in each of those situations, which was canola, barley, uh, wheat and oats, uh, chaff carts made from all of the chaff heaps I should say, made from all of those, uh, he found that there was um, a greater um, live weight gain of, um, of sheep that were grazing these and also a higher lambing percentage as well. So it's a good feed source for grazing animals, uh, the chaff uh, heaps and for those mixed farmers, that's, uh, I think, something that many are already doing, but we'll see more of it as well. Uh, so when we burn the chaff heaps, that's a way of removing the material and destroying the weed seeds that are in those chaff heaps. But there are other uses, uh, and I'm sure as the use of chaff carts continues to increase, there will be more creative uses for those chaff heaps. And... Uh, Congratulations to Ed Rigall for doing that work and the results were very clear and I'm, I know that farmers who have seen those results are very interested to follow it up, uh, particularly those farmers who are mixed farmers and, and can see the immediate opportunity for them. Yes, and he is doing some more trials as well and we'll keep people up to date when we get the results from Ed on those. But depending on people's farms, are going to be using different harvest weed seed control options. What else are you seeing out in the field of what people are adopting? Yes, as you say, Jessica, there's a range of harvest weed seed control practices. The most simple and easiest one to adopt is narrow windrows, which are then subsequently burnt. And that's the most widely adopted practice. Western Australian growers very much have been practicing that for some time. And we're starting to see the adoption of that over large areas in some other states of Australia. So if you fly over Western Australia at the right time of the year when these are being burnt, you can pick them up from the air and recently when I've been doing that in the east sometimes you can see them from the air as well. So narrow windrows and then burning them after summer when um, when permits are available is certainly uh, very effective and, and being widely adopted. And as you said, there are a range of other techniques. Uh, there are a small number of farmers that are baling all the material for subsequent uh, sale or selling or use for livestock and that's for those small number of farmers um, working well. Um, 
control traffic farmers placing the chaff material on um, one of the tram lines, usually just one, works very well because that tram line is a very hostile environment and that, that's a very good way with tram line farming, chaff lines and of course ultimately the, uh, the Harrington Seed Destructor which is now the in-harvester unit which is now commercially available and farmers would and advisors would be hearing about that so there's a range of techniques they suit different farm enterprises mixed farming versus continuous cropping or intensive cropping no livestock farms there's a harvest weed seed control practice uh, for all farmers and for those that uh, might be listening to this and haven't uh, adopted any harvest weed seed control then I, I think talk to their advisors and and farmer colleagues but narrow windrow burning is a good way to start and as much as anything else it builds confidence in the value of harvest weed seed control and in the um, various ways that might suit a farm so starting off with narrow windrow burning is a is a good idea even with harvest advance as far as it is it might be possible to do a little bit and then assess the benefits of it thinking of the future. Yes, definitely important for uh, farmers and agronomists to really consider all of those techniques and, and options in, in regards to harvest weed control. But I tell you what, I wouldn't mind flying over a few farms when they're doing narrow window burning. I reckon that would be quite the sight. Ah, oh, Jessica, I, I hear you, what you're saying there. <laughs> and um, perhaps we can put you up in a drone and you can have <laughs> a, a close look or some... Uh, some other such ultralight aircraft. But uh, yeah, I heard you loud and clear and um, it's time for you to have a look at this. And yes, from the air is a real possibility, Jessica. Yeah, it's really nice going over farms. I've, I've been over some farms during the day in a Cesta, but I reckon at night with those narrow windows, that could be a side enterprise for farmers, just doing scenic flights over the farm. But anyway, is there any other tips and advice you would put forward in regards to this harvest weed seed control at this time of year, Steve? Well, with harvest well advanced, uh, farmers will be uh, um, that are listening to this may be thinking for the future rather than this harvest. But uh, to all those farmers who have been practicing harvest weed seed control, whatever the practice, I've seen a few comments on Twitter of farmers saying, "Oh well, it's good to know that as they going through harvesting paddocks where they can see some weeds, that they know a lot of that weed seed." is actually ending up in a narrow windrow or in a chaff cart or one of the other practices. I'm sure that's giving them some comfort as they drive through the and harvest paddock. So um, harvest weed seed control, I think, will become a, a part of Australian farming. We must remember, of course, Jessica, that harvest weed seed control is just like any other control practice and we can't rely on it all the time. Um, because the weeds have the capacity to adapt to whatever control practice we have. So like everything else, we shouldn't expect that harvest weed seed control is going to make our weed problems go away. It's an ongoing battle in which diversity is the only sustainable way forward. So while harvest weed seed control is fantastic, we are actually doing a fair bit of work in our in to see just how sustainable it will be. And it's too early to say anything about that. Ask me in another year or so, Jessica, but um, uh, harvest weed seed control is not something we just rely on in every paddock in every year. Uh, herbicides have taught us that. Herbicides are the best way to control weeds, the most cost effective, but we've learnt that you can't just rely on them, and the same will be true for harvest weed seed control. 
Yes, it's loud and clear, Steve. And I guess obviously everyone, like you said, is already well into harvest and they would have chosen their methods, but probably timely as well to be considering if they can do anything different and use those diverse methods and think about what approach they can use next year too. Yes, that's right, Jessica. Lots of options and the more of them that we choose, the better off we'll be in the long term. That's it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Steve. Until next time. Thank you, Jessica. Jessica.